0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or maybe even good night. Welcome back listeners to episode number 94 of Thursday Oddcast, recording back in its spiritual home above the antique shop tonight, <laughs> with me Chris and my good friend Nick. Hello. 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 We've only just met. Hello. How are you? <laughs> you alright? Where am I? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I've seen you before, on the television, Crime Watch. watch. Yeah. Police Five with Shaw Taylor. <laughs> I think that was the one you were on. A show out age. <laughs> I believe he used to end his show with "Keep Unpeeled."
1: Who <laughs> was the other bloke who did it as well? Who's like an ex-police who ended up selling blind oh, security blinds? Um,
0: was it John Stalker? Wasn't he great uh, at Manchester yeah, Police? Yeah. He, he, he programmed the Crime Stalker or something so like that. Like that. <laughs> You're the fucking sellout pig bastard. Um, um, <laughs> Rosa <Raza, laughs> copper, sorry, police man, please man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of that. I still like Shaw Taylor the best. It's time to take a look at the Stranger News Stories of the week. And I'm going to get us started... In the small city of Miramichi. Yes, you're thinking, where the hell is this? Where's this fucking place? <laughs> Italy. Well, that might not be the cor- correct pronunciation. You know me. But this is on the west coast of Canada. Oh. Might have a French sound. Miramichi. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: these French Canadians are crazy. Was it the boot? No, it is a beached whale we can't oh. get rid of. It is rotting there still. Still not exploded. (laughs) Not yet. Well, this is animal related. It's got to be. It's Canada. A man was attacked and chased down the street by a beaver. (laughs) (laughs) Not a nice beaver. They got nasty pointy teeth. (laughs) (laughs) A tickle of bunny (laughs) rabbits. Yeah, Monty Python, the Holy Grail, when he's describing the killer bunny rabbit, it's got nasty, pointy teeth, <laughs> Well, beavers do. And Terry ferlot aged 52, claims the animal became aggressive when he tried to take a photo of it walking in the street. Yes, See, pa- paparazzi shy. Yes, there was another guy as well who tried to take a selfie with a squirrel, and then the squirrel attacked him. <laughs> Tried to take a selfie, leaning towards this like branch, which had the squirrel on. And obviously the sound of the camera or something freaked the squirrel out, and it just attacked his, jumped straight on his chest. Anyway, that's a different story, and it's not on this one. Uh, he was trying to capture the rare sight on his phone, and he slapped his tail. He said the beaver slapped Ooh. his tail, turned around with a big old hiss, you could see his teeth there sticking out, said Mr. Furlot. Or Furlotte. Makes him sound like a coffee. I'd like a Furlotte, please. I had to turn and run away. He chased me down the road. Mm-hmm. That's why he chased you down the road, because you turned and ran away. Like the big coward you are, Teddy Furlotte. <laughs> Several other people were trying to get a look at the beaver. Yep, I'm one of those, always trying to get a look at the beaver.
1: <laughs> nice Sorry. beaver.
0: Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, several other people were trying to get a look at the beaver, who has not yet been found. Oh, before he attacked. Peter Richardson, the animal control officer for the city, said the animal would have felt threatened by the large number of people staring at it. The only thing it knows to do is either run or stand its ground. It was just protecting itself. Mr. Richardson also said that around this time of year, beavers are often driven out of their dams by parents to make way for a new litter. Oh. Out in your own, lad. You gotta go out into it world now. Go down, chop Go down, bite it down with your big teeth and make your own dam and have your own kids. But uh, the beaver was so aggressive, the police were called and cordoned off the road. (laughs) Well, busy crime activity in this city, isn't it? Before he could be caught, the rodent made his way back into the wilderness. He made his escape. The beaver gets away. Like Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this guy Terry Falate, uh, Falati. I know I'm taking the Mick out of him a bit for running away, but we had that story in one of the really early odd casts about that woman who was attacked while she was swimming in a lake by a beaver. Yeah, I think it so. could have been a rabid beaver. <laughs> yes, I've mocked him and for running away.
1: I'm sure I've seen some of those a, a Zombie Beaver film that's been made. <coughs> what? I think it's called Zombiever.
0: Oh no. Oh no. I can't believe somebody
1: <laughs> commissioned that.
0: It must have been on Kickstarter.
1: Well, I don't think so. I think uh, it's one of these like sci fi uh, straight sci-fi films straight like Shark. To sci-fi
0: Channel. Yeah. And um, Sharktopus. I mean I'm a, if you were this If you were that guy, this beaver
1: comes running towards you. What would you do? I had some good sturdy boots on. I'd probably (laughs) boot.
0: Oh, good, good pair of trainers. You just got to time it well, haven't you? Kick a football coming towards you, and kick a beaver. And if he was
1: being aggressive,
0: if he's come running at me, kicking a
1: random beaver.
0: No, I wouldn't do that. But if the beaver's coming towards me, hissing with its pointy teeth showing, (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay a size eleven on it. (laughs) <laughs> and then give the sig- the signal for the uh, extra point is good <laughs> that's it you know the ones <laughs> arms straight up in the air or if if you point them down to so, so like halfway down like the Australian
1: rules guys <laughs> they're sort of like so you can kick him towards a tree and see if you can get him stuck in the tree
0: see oh first. yes Bing. I'd be a a game of beaver balls that sounds that sounds too rude to Just be a game off the end yeah, beaver ball. No, still because it's <laughs> still too rude. So that's it. My first story: man runs away from beaver. Only happens in Brighton. Hey. Oh, don't put that on Twitter. I'll get arrested, sent to <laughs> prison for eight weeks for just making a joke. Right. It was only a joke. Attempted joke. Right. That's my first story done. <clears throat> Right. Right.
1: Right. Right, I say. Right. Just trying to check where this story is from. It doesn't actually say. I think it is from the US of A. Hey! The good old US of A. Here's the uh, headline from the Telegraph. Suspended lawyer's application to marry porn-filled Macbook overturned. Do you know where it was? Where? In the US of A. Yeah.
0: I'll give you one guess. Not Florida. It was. That story (laughs) is from Florida.
1: That says everything. It is. (laughs) Don't take away my porn-filled laptop. (laughs) A suspended US lawyer has had his bid to marry his porn-filled laptop overturned by a judge. Chris Sevier, who has been suspended from practicing law on disability slash mental health grounds... I'd say it was more towards mental health grounds... Mm. Claimed he fell in love with his Apple MacBook and preferred having sex with it over all other persons of persons or things.
0: See, or oh, his disability could be he's got one arm that's twice the size of the other one because all he's doing is watching porn <laughs> and cranking one out while he's, uh, while he's, uh, that's it. Oh, My disability <laughs> got one arm like Popeye.
1: <laughs> I can't, what's your disability, sir? I can't find shirts to fit. Over time, I began preferring sex with my computer over sex with real women, Mr Savier explained in a court filing. Naturally, I fell in love with my computer and preferred having sex with it over all other persons or things as a result of classic conditioning upon orgasm. Mr Savier claims if gay couples have the right to marry their object of sexual desire, even if they lack of corresponding sexual parts, then I should have the right to marry my preferred sexual object.
0: This is just to have a go at gay marriage, isn't it? He's just trying to... You're marrying an inanimate object, mate. Don't worry about gay marriage. It's two people. They'll get by. (laughs) You can't marry a computer. Jude...
1: I think that's supposed to say judge. I think there's a slight typo here. Well, it could be Judge Judy. (laughs) She'll tell him what. (laughs) Judge Robert Hale overturned Mr Saviour's motion, suggesting the movement movement was satirical, or perhaps it was only removed from reality, he added. Either way, the motion has no place in this lawsuit. Dab right. Dab straight. Last year, Mr Saviour attempted to sue Apple after the mistyping of Facebook led him to pornographic images while using the Safari browser. He said Uh, the images poisoned his life with his escalating addiction leading to the breakdown of his marriage. Causing him to experience emotional distress to the point of hospitalization.
0: I'd like to add one word to that Bollocks. Bollocks. You accidentally found some porn by typing, spelling Facebook wrong. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Don't give me that flim flam. The U and the A are quite a distance apart on the keyboard.
1: And you'd have to, would you have to change? Oh, I suppose, so, yeah.
0: Yes, he's talking rubbish. We here at Thursday Oddcast could have given him some
1: good porn sites to visit if he'd have just asked. Well, if he went to Pornhub, he could have saved some trees.
0: Yes. Maybe he could have looked for big, was it? big, big dicks. dicks. Yeah, he could have looked for big dicks and they'd planted trees for him. It's just, it is, he is being just a, an anti-gay marriage, that is. That's just trying to prove it a point in his own head. Well, he just head. sounds
1: like a bit of a nut about the fact he keeps trying to sue for various things. Well <clears throat> he is
0: a lawyer, an American lawyer. See, everybody says America's great. It's not great, you've got too many lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was just too having to, to see what weird things people have got married to. Uh, donkey. <clears throat> I do got a man who married himself.
0: He must he had a really cardboard cut
1: out of himself. Well, in a dress. Well, he's not as bad
0: as Liberace getting his lover to have plastic surgery to look like Liberace,
1: was it? <laughs> no. <A laughs> no well, that's a bad one. A woman in the Netherlands married herself. Yeah. And as did a woman in Taiwan. A woman in India married a snake. So I was a snake. Right. <laughs> uh, a British woman married a dolphin in Israel. After no. a 15-year courtship.
0: A 15-year... How'd she know that dolphin was being faithful? She can't go under the sea. Under the sea. With the dolphin. <coughs> can't she? A uh, man married a goat. Yes, In now we're Sudan. talking. Where's she going to put the wedding ring on a dolphin, by the way? <laughs> she won't be able to open his <laughs> mouth, no. or it'll just go over the top part or the bottom part, so it looks like... It looks
1: like yeah, look at The man bit in Sudan who was caught with the goat, marrying the goat. It said in the, the law there dictates if a man is caught sleeping with a woman he must marry her immediately to save the honour of the family. In two thousand six <laughs> the law was applied to a goat.
0: Oh yeah, that saved the honour of his family Charles as
1: well to was caught having relations with a goat and was forced to marry it and pay a dowry to its owner. Uh honour of the family, there, no, yes. Somewhere else we got here, a man married his dog. In India. Farmer. Do a st- dog is a companion for a long time. Man marries a cat in Germany. Postman, that was. Oh no. A woman who married a tower. Mm. San, a woman from San Francisco married the Eiffel Tower.
0: Well, I thought the Eiffel Tower would have been taken by now. No.
1: A woman who married a wall. Oh, my God. What? A woman in Germany married the Berlin Wall.
0: Oh, sorry, but who's conducting these ceremonies? <laughs> a woman married a... Do you, Wall, take this beloved woman... Sorry, speak up, Wall. Can't hear you. Can't marry you. How can they get married if they can't answer the questions?
1: The old vicar asks. Yeah. They put the bloke just as... Um, throws his voice ventriloquist style. I <laughs> don't <laughs> Yeah. that was me that was the wall my lips didn't move yeah we got another one here man married a video game character yeah, which one
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am quite curious to know which some one some
1: game on the Nintendo DS called Love Plus
0: uh, well I don't know about that uh, one
1: woman married a roller coaster
0: why now let's just say Nick I by the powers vested in me I am granting you the opportunity to marry a cartoon character a cartoon character. Yeah. It? Who are oh. you marrying? Mm, don't know.
1: His mind's working over <laughs> here. He's really, he's really thinking about this one. Oh, Princess Jasmine's quite nice from Aladdin.
0: Yes, you mm. would like to be Aladdin, Princess
1: Jasmine. Oh, what's her would name you? for Beauty and the Beast. She's quite nice.
0: What Angela Lansbury? No. <laughs> <laughs> she is in that. Yeah, she's a teapot. Uh, As I little deep, all uh, right. Uh, yeah, I'd probably Lois Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> There's my bang,
1: but she's a white dirty care. <laughs> she certainly doesn't look like the woman who does her voice. Looks nothing like.
0: It. I know, I know. I saw a picture of her, and it was like, whoa! I still love your voice. <laughs> I don't know, I think it's just something about the voices. I like it. There we go. (coughs) Uh,
1: A couple more of these weird marriages. A man married a pillow. Right. A man married a doll. Hmm. It was a blow-up doll, strangely enough. And a woman married a pot.
0: Hmm.
1: I haven't even married Miranda.
0: (laughs) Is there something... The sanctity of marriage... No need for it no need <laughs> the amount of marriages that end in divorce what's the point unless you're this Ameri- there's a new york I think it was New York couple this week have tied ty- tied the knot after being together for fifty five years they yeah. finally tied the knot. I think they're both in their eighties <laughs> they finally got married after fifty five years If you get that old, yeah, you might as well.
1: Yeah. why take? They're that? hardly
0: gonna get divorced now. If they had got married fifty <laughs> years ago, they'd probably got divorced fucking forty-seven <laughs> years ago. But they've been together for fifty-five years and finally got married. Maybe they've just been saving up for a long time. Expensive do a wedding, isn't it? I don't know. I've never done it. No. I used to have that as I used I use that as a chat up line a couple of times. It, it went quite well. It's, it's a woman in the. Obviously, in a pub or a club, you remind me
1: of my first wife. How many times <laughs> you been married? None. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> I've heard that you look like my next
0: girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> uh. There we go. People marrying strange things. Yeah. And Nick marrying Princess Jasmine. There we go. Would you end up with a genie?
1: Probably not. Aladdin
0: isn't it what was before you said Princess Jasmine was in Aladdin yeah she's
1: in Aladdin but she didn't get the lamp did she Aladdin had the lamp
0: yeah but you would have the lamp to
1: get Princess
0: Jasmine wouldn't you oh, yes. did you get Princess Jasmine did Aladdin get Princess Jasmine because of the lamp I
1: suppose he did it first yeah I did don't
0: you know, pretend I he was it. a prince so there
1: you go you can pretend prince you're a prince I to remember Oh, not Prince of Music. It's Ali, Ali of, of Badwar Something like that. i try
0: saying that after you've had a few. All <laughs> right. Don't go marrying pillows, goats, computers, dustbin lids, <sighs> <sighs> old-fashioned pint glasses <laughs> with the handles. You can't do it. It's just wrong. Right. Right there. It is time... For me to go to my next story then. Right. And this... this, I, I've gone for this story because you've inspired me. Right. Now. You'll, you'll get it. You'll get the gist of it. That you inspired me to pick this story nice. this week. Some people will do anything for a free lunch. I won't. If I'm offered free food, I'll take it. I'm not doing anything <laughs> for a free lunch. So, some people will do anything for a free lunch. Take Nando's obsessed foodie, Bradley Holman, for example. Now, 19-year-old Bradley is such a big fan of the restaurant chain Nando's. He had the cockerel mascot of Nando's tattooed on his white buttock. <laughs> Yes, now you know why you inspired me, the man with the McDonald's receipt tattoo. What a cock. Yes. Yeah, wants a cock tattooed on their ass, this guy. (laughs) Mr. Holman, who spends, get this, £1,500 a year on his favourite meal, an extra hot whole chicken, garlic bread and a bottomless drink. Learn to cook, mate. One thousand five hundred pound a year he spends at Nando's. That's
1: fifty quid a week.
0: Is it? Is that fifty quid a week?
1: Try to figure it out. Fifteen hundred pounds.
0: One thousand five hundred pounds.
1: Oh, no, it's not fifty quid. It's
0: about f- we spending
1: over a, it's about thirty quid a week.
0: I say spending over hundred quid a, a month there. We spend, yeah, about 30, 35 yeah, quid 30 a week.
1: week.
0: He's got to be a student, hasn't he? Well, he's 19. He's got to be a student. Learn to cook. Uh, an extra hot whole... That does sound nice, though. I've never been to Nando's. An extra hot... Whole chicken.
1: Wow.
0: Was he, Alwood Blues?
1: Two fried chickens. Was it just two? Is it two whole fried chickens.
0: I don't know but he has a garlic bread and a bottomless drink. He thought his cheeky gesture was worth a free feed, so asked the store for a loyalty card. Yes, Nando's gave him the bum rush, though. <laughs> hey, they snubbed his request. Surely I'm due something for my commitment to Nando's, he said. Yeah, you have, mate. You got something on your ass." that's going to still be there in 50 years' time. Yeah, you
1: got something hepatitis.
0: C. Yeah. <laughs> the assistant shop manager, this freaking douchebag, he's not a student then, he hopes Nando's will change its mind and give him one of its legendary black cards, mm-hmm. which guarantees free food for life. Unless you're doing adverts, for, you're a celebrity doing adverts for these places like Subway or something like that then you get the card. I don't know have ever seen an advert for Nando's. I haven't. This guy obviously wants to be the first. He wants free food for life. Fed up with spending £1,500 a year there. That could go to better use. That
1: could. I think he walked into the store and said, hey, look at this. Hey, the
0: restaurant even. How would you like the cock on me ass? Uh, he said Nando's give free stuff to celebrities and footballers but they never reward loyal customers like me. Mm -hmm. He is even offered to get an image of a black card on his other (laughs) buttock if the South African-based chain relents and rewards his loyalty. I didn't realise they were South African. And if it refuses, he tweeted, I'll get it lasered off and get KFC on there instead. Let's be honest, it's much better. He's not bitter about this, is oh, he? No. So if he spends £1,500 there, and now he's griping because they're not giving him free food, how much does he spend at KFC? Despite his request going bottoms up, <laughs> Mr. Holman of Lower Kingswood, Surrey has no regrets about the tattoo. Inked on is behind during a lad's holiday to Malia in Crete. There we go. I bet you, uh, oh, I'll bet you the £1,500 he spends a year in Nando's. I'll bet you £1,500 that he was drunk when he got the <laughs> Nando's label Probably. tattooed on his ass. Yes. Bit of advice for anybody. Never get a tattoo done whilst drunk. Yes. I know someone who did that. Regretted it quite a lot. Yeah, right. Someone who works at our place. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. You can ask me how there. I might tell you, I might not. <laughs> there we go. Right. What's your favourite food?
1: Um, Probably burger. Nice big hamburger. Any particular chain? No, nah, not really. But would I, used you
0: to, go, I used to like Big Macs, but they're too small now. I mean, I mean, I prefer Burger King, but there's not one here anymore. No. It went.
1: But it's like saying, would you have a,
0: a burger tattooed on your body anyway? No, no. No. Neither would I. Not even I wouldn't even have a shoe bun tattooed on my house. <laughs> <but laughs> <laughs> yes. You go savoury with your burgers, I'll go for a shoe bun and my sweet tooth craving. <laughs> but... Obviously drunk when he had this done, uh, he he does regret it because he's trying to get free food out of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, give me give me one of those black cards that gives me free food for life. He must have had a card of some kind on him, or to show the uh, tattooist. Yeah, he's in Mario. He must have had a picture of some. Unless kind.
0: there's a Nando's over there, uh, the possibly. global brand, I believe. But. The thing is, Nando's looking at him saying, if we give him one of these cards, he's going to be in here every day. Yeah. We give Stephen Gerrard, say, one of these cards, he might pop in once a year.
1: <laughs> With the family.
0: Yeah, might pop in once a year. During the off season, obviously. That's probably why he fell over. <laughs> <laughs> Slipped on some grease from the fucking <laughs> Nando's. Fuck. Uh. So there we go, that's my second story, idiot. You get together with that, was he from Norway, the guy? Yeah. Yeah, get together with that Norwegian idiot who's had the McDonald's tattoo, his McDonald's receipt tattooed on his arm. There we go, that's my second story. Right.
1: Right. All right. All right. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah. I'm back off to the U.S. array. Hey, can't stay away from the U.S. away mm-hmm. I've actually got a, a film story for once.
0: Well, a, it's going to be a film story. Not many other places it could be. Is it? Well. Bollywood,
1: I suppose. Pinewood. This is from The Guardian. Killer Bernie Tide is mm. freed. Bernie or Tide?
0: Bernie Tide what? Hmm? Bernie tied what? He tied women to the lamppost and then he went to prison. He was a killer. Mm. Right. He's been
1: freed, but um, there's a really weird
0: condition to his bail. Yeah. Condition to it's parole, isn't it, If he's been freed, yeah, it, it would be. His bail. What before they charge you, isn't it? You're out on bail before yeah. you get charged with anything. While you
1: going to call Well, this is he's already in prison. He's come out of prison. This is a parole condition, isn't it? Must be, yeah. Bernie Teed, I think it's Teed. The convicted murder depicted in Richard Linklater's dark comedy, Bernie, is to be released from prison early. With the caveat, he must live in an apartment above Linklater's garage. What? <laughs> hey. Teed's <laughs> That's story. That's going to go horribly wrong. Mm. Teed's story was already strange enough to make perfect movie fodder. He was a funeral director who befriended an elderly and wealthy local woman, taking foreign holidays with her and quitting his job to become her business manager. They became so close that he wrote her into him she wrote him into her will. But Teed said he was driven to murder by her increasingly demanding temperament, and he shot her in the back of the head and stored her body amid food in a freezer.
0: Yeah,
1: as you do. He confessed to the crime in nineteen ninety seven, months after the killing. In the meantime, he'd spent thousands of dollars of her money and added to money that he'd given away to local causes while she was still alive. Linklater adapted the extraordinary story for the screen in 2011 with Jack Black in the title role plus Shirley MacLaine and Matthew McConaughey. Black's performance was widely lauded as having a newfound nuance and earned Mm. him a Golden Globe nomination. It's very good actually. I've not seen it. T.D. was given a life sentence for his crime, but has now been shortened to time served. The process began when an attorney, attorney Jodie Cole, saw Linklater's film and approached him after the screening, saying she felt the case didn't add up. She reviewed the case and discovered that T.D. had been sexually assaulted as a teenager, but had been too embarrassed to mention it during the original trial. New evidence convinced the prosecuting attorney to request the reduction in sentence which was granted, pending approval by a criminal appeals court in the mean court. In the meantime, T.D. will live in Linklater's apartment under bail terms that include him having to stay within Austin, work as a legal clerk for Cole and attend counselling sessions. In court, Linklater said, I was very impressed in prison how the other inmates looked up to him. He seemed to be a very positive force in a negative environment. Myself and others are determined to help him in any way we can. In an interview at the time of the film's release, he called T.D., a sweetheart of a guy, there's real, really no darkness in Bernie. He's kind of dignified, straightish, in a small southern town. I think it's less and less that way, thankfully. But every, every church has that lifelong bachelor who's really sweet and leads the choir and everyone likes him and he's gay. He's really religious too. I mean, it's a tortured life in a way to not really be yourself. Black echoed his comments in an interview with the garden. Bernie just bottles it up when people hurt him as he has no release valve and he's such a sweetheart, I think that was his fatal flaw. Oh.
0: So, well, he's done what? Uh, 97. So he's s- done about 16
1: seven. and a half, 17 yes.
0: years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty
0: much what they. Well, over well, that guy who escaped from prison this week? cracker. Yeah, schoolcracker. Somebody called the schoolcracker. Yeah, yeah, let's put him in an open prison, shall we? Well, well he put guy. him in an open
1: prison because he was about to be released. <laughs> Not anymore. 13 life sentences, allegedly. Yeah, all now he's like. going to be released.
0: Yeah. Short lives, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Already must have killing people in their 80s or late 80s and 90s. And yeah, he didn't go for the people in the 70s, like Willie Nelson, because he's a black belt, 50 degree <laughs> black belt. He just got his bout last week <laughs> or the week before. <laughs> with Lee So, I mean, is this guy gay? Is he? Yeah. He is. He was just
1: befriended this old woman who just. He, he was a bit of a
0: more and more and more on. Yeah, him. in
1: the film, he tended. To, he was friends with a lot of old ladies.
0: Well, he works in a funeral home. Well, chances are you're going to make friends with more old people than young people, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, he became just, really just close us, to them. Really.
1: They go off on these exotic holidays, and he'd go with her basically because she was paying and then he just I I think he just lost it the one day and she was harassing him about something or other and he just turned around and shot her and then put her in the freezer and just told everyone she'd gone away on holiday Um. it wasn't until somebody went into the house and looked in the freezer for something and found (laughs) her body underneath all the food yeah hmm it's a good film though that's to say
0: (laughs) Dark story, good film. Yeah, it is very dark comedy.
1: Mm,
0: so Richard Linklater lives in Austin. Must do, yeah. And this guy's a Texan guy as well. I think it must be the Matthew McConaughey in the film.
1: Yeah, he's I think he plays more, the detective. Yeah. I think
0: he's getting quite a few roles as detective. Quite a resurgence yeah. in his career. Well, they
1: call as well, it the
0: Yes. Yes, good word. The Matthew McConaughey.
1: Yeah, so that's it sounds like they should have to do a sequel now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bernie lives. Weekend at Bernie's. He's like um
1: <laughs> he's like the modern Fonz, any, living <laughs> above someone's garage. Oh, ey.
0: Ey. He goes, oh he doesn't do that, he goes gay. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it. Don't put that out on Twitter or anything. I don't want to get arrested <laughs> and sent to prison for eight weeks for comments made. This podcast is made entirely in just humor. You can tell from the stories we pick. <laughs> we are not here to offend anybody, but if people get offended, we're sorry. Please don't send us to prison for eight weeks. <laughs> right. My last story of the week. After
1: we've. Poor old Bernie. And do you feel sorry for Bernie? I did, when I watched the film, I did feel a bit sorry for him. But, but he shot someone
0: in the head and put <laughs> yeah. her in the
1: freezer. She was a complete nightmare, though, in the mm, film. like they're
0: rooting for the anti heroes. It's like rooting for the Jennings in the Americans. <laughs> you can't do it. Anyway, my third story takes right. us to the good old USA! I'm going there as well. Right. (laughs) Three teenage boys who stole a Flintstones car (laughs) from a comic book store are forced to dress in costumes as punishment. Worst choice ever. Yes. The three boys admitted to stealing a replica of the famous cartoon automobile (laughs) outside the world's best comic store. (laughs) I think that's what it's called, world's best comics. Uh, but the, and an un, and an an oh, put my teeth in. I will get them out. The dog. He's been breaking them in for me. an unorthodox punishment created a yabba dabba good time <laughs> at the Sacramento comic store. Uh The three boys, let's see nicked. They were caught by police. Obviously, they couldn't run very fast. No. It's the Flintstones car. It's a running one, isn't it?
1: Is it's actually got wheels at the turn, then?
0: Well, it looks like they're made out of old oil drums. Oh, right. So it does Painted silver, yeah. But it is. It's just like you've, you've got to run in the Flintstones <laughs> car. Just don't get those ribs put on the side. Yes, the car from the shop, world's best comics. They spent Saturday dressed in costumes from the Flintstones show, as part of an agreement with the owner to not press charges, the near do took the car in the store's front window. The car was in the front window of the store and they took it.
1: How'd they get it out?
0: <laughs> Through the doors. You know, they could fully double-wide doors. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, they admitted the crime when caught by the police. Yeah, you're in the Flintstones' car. <laughs> You can't see. Sure. You, you can
1: imagine the police pulling them out. It's a short car, sir. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the store
0: promoted the boy's
1: appearance
0: on advertisements for Free Comic Book Day on Saturday, which is one of the busiest days of the year for the <laughs> store. <laughs> The final chapter in the Great Flintmobile Heist <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it unfolded on May the third. <laughs> oh, they ne- hang on a minute! I should have read a bit further on and taken it all in first. The Flint—they nicked the Flintstones' car and it was dis- it disappeared for a month. <laughs> They've been taking it around for a month. <laughs> oh. There are pictures from the day which shows the boys. Obviously it's just teenage boys. Just yeah. boys will be boys. There's loads of pictures of the boys holding signs and posing for pictures next to the car. One of them's dressed as obviously Barney Rubble. <laughs> Fred Flintstone. Uh probably the one who lost the rock paper scissors. <laughs> this is, uh, is it Wilma, Fred Flintstone's wife? The he's red hair. He's dressed as Wilma. <laughs>
1: Wilma.
0: Uh, the owner of the comic book shop said, I told them beforehand, just go with it and try to have fun. <laughs> they took that and ran with it, and
1: I'm glad they did. Yeah, they ran with your <laughs> Flintstones car as well. All he doesn't know is they ripped, they ripped him off for the rest of the day. <laughs> Nicked loads of comics.
0: The full-size replica sp- Vehicle sports a wooden frame and a leopard print cloth roof. For its wheels, the vehicle's frame rests on two large barrels. (laughs) Yeah. He said they put the car in the store and never bothered to chain it down. Now it's secured every night. (laughs) It was heavy. I figured who would try to steal a flintmobile? Three teenage boys, yep. that's who <laughs> When the vehicle went missing he asked the community for their help before officers located the car and arrested <laughs> the boys. Uh Where Dow- did they
1: keep it? They must have kept it in a garage or something.
0: <laughs> back garden. <laughs> Down Downey, the guy who owns the shop, said he never seriously considered pressing charges and it, it was an uh, it was an off what's wrong with mine? Am I having a stroke? A mini stroke.
1: You haven't got a thing burning on your head.
0: (laughs) There's no old burnt out my head. Oh, He said it was an officer who suggested they work at the store as punishment. And the vehicle, it wasn't damaged. It's just hijinks. They were really apologetic and were very sorry about it. (laughs) The customers enjoyed posing for pictures with the youths. And... Downey said he did not receive any criticism for his decision for that being the punishment.
1: That seemed quite a reasonable decision, really.
0: The only people that objected said I was too soft. I mean, what did they want me to do? Yes, exactly. Stone them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's just boys will be boys, you know, it's a bit of You I could G's. have made
1: them dress as Betty and Wilma. Yeah. Well it's not and as pebbles. if it, they yeah, pebbles as female, or bam
0: bam or something like that. it's not as if they took it and just trashed it and put go faster stripes and furry dice in there <laughs> or anything like that. They just bit of a laugh. Let's nick the Flintstone car. <laughs> yeah. One of my mates at that age would suggested that Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> let's take it over the top ten. <laughs> there we go that's my third story right. a good punishment for an equally good crime I think Very good. no arm no foul <laughs> everybody's everybody wins everybody wins in that
1: right I'm done spent right well my last story I'm off to Jordan not the one who's just got divorced again oh god The <laughs> new this generation's Joan Collins is it Elizabeth Taylor where um, angry pundits wreck a TV studio live on air. Pundits? <laughs> Punchers. <laughs> Two pundits were taking part in a Jordanian TV debate about media freedom in the Arab Spring. Became so angry at each other, they wrecked the studio on air. <laughs> they just don't like each other. <laughs> Journalist Mohammed Sharif Al-Yi Ye- g u c. And Shakir Al Jahari were ja, midway through ja, a, ja, ja, ja. a discussion on the Jordanian Seven Stars TV network when the tone became heated. <laughs> One pundit accused the other of bartering his positions, prompting the offended journalist to say, Shut up, in a video posted on the website on Pan Arab Al Arabia TV. Hang on a minute. If this is in the Middle East, before they wrecked the
0: studio, did either of them throw a shoe? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Don't remember seeing isn't that, one. Isn't that the biggest insult <laughs> in the Middle East? Is you throw your sandal at someone, you sweaty
1: can That's what sandal. they did when they pulled that Saddam Hussein thing down, didn't they? they all hit it with shoes. Yeah. And then that guy threw would it George, in
0: George Bush. W pushed he? and
1: he sort of like ducked out of the way and then made a quite a quip about it. Well done, George W. The men quickly started pushing the studio table at each other until the top comes off <laughs> while a topless, a topless? A hapless TV host looks on. In the subsequent... Imagine someone like Nick Owen, like, what am I going to do? Jordan's answer to Nick <laughs> Owen. <laughs> In the subsequent tabletop tug of war, nobody seemed to score a decisive victory. Later, Al Yusi said on his Facebook page he felt insulted by the way he'd been called a supporter of Syria's ruling Baath party. It was as if being a bathist is a punishable charge or an affront.
0: Just have a bath instead.
1: Al he said, he told the other pundit he's honoured to be a bathist and is a correspondent for the Syrian state news agency, SANA. And he's never going to Al- be on bath. this station again, is he? <laughs> Neither of these guys are going to be invited back. I've got the video here, which is funny. So you see him he but was this? Did you say this was on live TV? Well, obviously in Syria. Yeah, You've got the host <laughs> stood in the middle, and he's like trying to calm him down. And they're just one guy's sat with his arm on the chair, looking. And the other guy's pointing at him. Oh, they've now stood up, and they're now grabbing the table for some reason, and they're pulling it back and forth. Then the tops come off. The front of the table's fallen on the floor, and they're like now fighting over this table. And the one guy's grabbed the table and started moving his hands around to get nearer, so he can kick at the other bloke. <laughs> And the host just stood in the middle. Like, what well, How am I doing? He tries to grab the table at one point. He just stood there like, what the hell? I'd have sort of like I'll put the, the video table up because it to, is
0: funny. I'll try to throw the table to one side and walk up to him and just lamp him. <laughs> but no. They could have just walked around that table for
1: hours and hours and hours <laughs> trying to kick each other. Shows what a high quality table it
0: is. <sighs> That's a bit of a piss poor fight as well, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is No funny. shoe it throwing. Funny, no shoe throwing. No punches thrown. It gets a kick in, the one bloke. <laughs> <laughs> it stops. So just as he puts a kick in, it stops then, so you don't see what happened afterwards. <laughs> I'll have to have a look to see if there's any more of it online. <laughs> oh, why
0: well, can't things like this happen <laughs> on our telly? But the point is, I suppose, I would rarely watch TV, so if it did happen on TV <laughs> over here, I wouldn't even see it. <laughs> oh the uh, Jordanian
1: TV that seems to be the station to watch wasn't there one on was it Ukrainian TV a while ago where somebody ended up having a fight it was either U- they did in the parliament Ukra- no
0: Ukrainian parliament but I think it was Greek TV or something didn't he hit a It's a woman
1: oh yeah the one like slapped her didn't he yeah he face.
0: slapped a woman across the face you disagreed with him Yes. Yes, carry on disagreeing,
1: and you'll get the other side of the same <laughs> hand. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. This video, you might see it on the news. It's been on the news today as well.
0: Hey, you might see it on our Facebook page. Well, hopefully, yes. You might that's see it before the saying.
1: podcast goes up.
0: Yes. <laughs> Rowdy Arabs on TV. <laughs> I think you're a bathist. What? No, I'm How a showerist. Dare you. Yes, yeah, your mother is a son of a goat. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's it, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's my last story.
0: That's it. That's Thursday podcast over for another week.
1: Fingers crossed you'll get it before the weekend. Yeah, well, a my few app- technical snafus again last week. It yeah. was a
0: change it to Saturday podcast recorded <laughs> on Thursday podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we go. What was that, 94? 94. Wow. Building up to the big bash. Gotta mm. get some good stories for that one. That could be a long one. We have 100 part A, 100 part B on that <laughs> one, I think. <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed listening. If you can give us any feedback on our Facebook page, please do. Yeah,
1: please. I'll put a thing up nobody answered today. Yeah, about. obviously everyone was busy
0: nobody cares nobody cares nobody cares they're too busy smashing up studios yep too many over. too many people trying to find a mini tornado in Worcester mm. yes well there we go episode 94 in the books I've been Chris that other fella that's been Nick
1: goodbye goodbye